0: Welcome to episode number 103 of the Ross, L and Luke show. Today it's all about the keys to personal power. We talk about a few different things along that track and we get the updates from our listeners. So stay tuned.
1: Rosie blokes, we're dads, we're entrepreneurs. Between us have made a heap of mistakes, learned a shitload and, create, and created plenty of wins which taught us a few things about life, love, relationships, communication, leadership and business. We're here to share our journey and learnings with you. You may get three different perspectives or one universal agreement. Whatever you take away, we hope it made a difference in your day. And hello to Al. How are you?
2: Good, Ross. Well, always love it when you stumble just to show people that it's not a pre-recording.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, and my... I. I think I inflex or whatever it is on, the, on different parts as well. So my tone do. goes up and down. Yeah. And... It does.
2: Hmm. And yeah, it's just no, the two of us today. Amazing. Yeah, it's just the two of us. And uh, I think we've had this before. Luke, Luke was missing and we were a bit unsure. And he did have, I think they had problems with a pet, didn't they? At that time. So, anyway, we'll uh, hear from him yeah. in due
3: course.
1: Yes, and we've got some correspondence. Uh, he may be absent. Hooray, hooray. Uh, our, our, we've got some, uh, our listeners still uh, responding. Now, our episode 100 was the last one to go out, and this one is episode 103. And we've, we've got some feedback already. Um, oh, this is from David. So, hi guys, or Will. Uh, this is from Will. Uh, hi guys. Happy 100th episode. Here's to you for another great 100 episodes to come and many more. I always enjoy listening to you boys. Keep it up. I hope you have all been keeping well during this difficult time back in Melbourne. Something interesting I heard Elon Musk mention on a recent Joe Rogan podcast relating to COVID statistics. Elon brings up a very interesting point on how the actual statistics are not really that accurate at all. I did some investigation on this as well, and he is right. Check this clip out if you're interested. And uh, really enjoyed your talk about Toastmasters, Ross. Anyway, just wanted to say good day and congrats on your 100th. Cheers, guys, and keep well. Thanks, Will. Uh, really appreciate it. Um, always uh, great to hear from our uh, our listeners. That's fantastic. Yes. Yeah.
2: So, um, are you
1: aware of the the way that they're keeping the stats?
2: I pay no attention. No.
1: No okay, all right. Uh, well, just for for the listeners, if anyone dies and they have been registered as COVID, then that is what the it says on the I guess on the statistics for like for their death certificate, uh, as far as the statistics go, if somebody has had had it and they die, so even if they get hit by a bus, and that's what kills them, mm-hmm. if they had COVID, they get marked down as a COVID death. You know, how how far out those statistics are, uh, I don't know. I couldn't wouldn't imagine it would be too dramatic, too, you know, drastically out. But nonetheless, that's how they are recorded. Uh, now, this is from uh, a little while ago. This is an email from back in May, uh, but I want to read it now. So uh, this is also from Will. So he's keep, he was keeping us up to date on how things were going over there. Um, Horos, great to hear from you. hope you and your family are keeping well. I've got your new podcast downloaded, so looking forward to listening to those this week. All going well here, thanks. I've been busy with writing for health and wellness publications here in Shanghai and also doing some workshop classes at some yoga studios around town. That's awesome news. Uh, So keeping busy... My language school hasn't reopened as yet, so my Mandarin learning has dropped off a little. But I'm doing my best to keep learning through self-study and online means. Yeah, keep it up. It's, uh, immersion is, I understand, the best way to learn, but it's a bit hard if we don't have, I guess, some, some other additional learning along the way you know, trying to pick two, up words and things.
2: Two mates that um, came up with a theory and they tested it and proved it apparently. I can't remember their names, but I reckon if you Google a little bit, you'll find them. What their theory was is if you go to a country with no dictionaries, no phrase books, no nothing, and, and you never revert to your language within six weeks, you'll have a functional ability in any language. And they, so they, they sort of come up with the idea, they tested it, they reckon it worked.
1: Six weeks, that's amazing. Wow
2: because well, think about it you cannot have a glass of water without asking in the, in the language you cannot have a crap without asking in the language like it's you got it you just got to do it
1: <laughs> yeah 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 i remember watching a movie a long time ago now and the main actor in the movie didn't speak the language of the local tribe where he turned up and they sent him on this mission with a kind of like a, a death wish mission uh, with about half a dozen or a dozen other people and on the on the journey he was you know he couldn't talk to anyone it was just them from the speaking their language and him so he had no one else to talk to and at one point they you know a few weeks or months or didn't there was no kind of timeline on it but at some point they were bagging him out and calling him names like a dog or whatever it was. And he responded and they're like, whoa, you know, when did you learn our language? <laughs> you know, is this, is this some kind of magic trick?
3: Yeah.
1: And, and he's like, no, no, I just listened. Yeah. Uh, mm, which, uh, which, you know, mm. which I thought was interesting. Anyway. So uh, mm. going on with the email. So no social distancing here. So that was back in May 27. It's mm. pretty it's pretty impossible to impose. Yeah, I guess it would be with that many people. Hmm. But everyone wears masks and temperature checks at business and shopping areas still very common, which is good to see. Thanks, Ross, and hope to catch up with you again soon. I'm heading back to Melbourne when I can. No flights to Melbourne at all from China at the moment. So I hope to meet up again one day later this year. All the best. Keeping in touch. Cheers, Will. So that's awesome, Will, to hear that mm. you've found other things to do while you're over there because, you know, you went over there to do the yoga and if you can't be doing those face-to-face meetings, uh, it's great that you've got other things going on. Well done.
2: So he's doing that online. He has. He's doing some online um, events, so, which is good. His first one was successful. Um, now, he, so I've been staying in touch with him and he said the cinemas opened last week there. What opened? Cinemas cinemas. Oh, wow, okay. Mm. Yeah, so he said. cool. He said people will typically wear masks if they're, if they're carrying something anyway, and so people wearing masks now is, is like, is a new norm and as it is in Melbourne now. So um, that could be that could be the way of our future Yeah as well. I mean, let's face it, Australia is an Asian country, so you know, it's likely we'll be adopting Asian tradition, customer, etc. sooner rather than later anyway?
1: Yeah, I, I think it's, it's a good idea. Obviously, China's been doing this for a long time. Hey, if someone's got something, then they just, you know, they put a mask on and away they go and no one thinks anything of it. Like, mm. everyone just goes about their, their life especially here where we've got a culture of turning up when we're not well, oh, I'll just soldier mm. through. You know, that's the Australian culture to mm. soldier on through and you mm. give it to everybody else and make the whole office have to soldier through. Well done. Uh, and mm. then, you know, and that spreads to keep keeps spreading. Like, it's not just the office. It's, it spreads to their families and their, to their schools and offices and it just goes on and on. Mm.
2: Not on anymore.
1: No, no, no. Although my son, uh, you know, did catch the... the um, a mild mm. flu the other day, uh, mm. turning up to school, which I mm. was a bit surprised. But I'm glad that's all it was. Mm. Yes. yes.
2: Yeah. All oh, right. Thanks for so, those out. Thanks, Will. We love the fact that you are a devoted listener, and that you, you regularly feed, give us feedback. It's awesome, man. Thank you.
1: Yes, absolutely, absolutely. We do re- definitely, definitely appreciate uh, appreciate that. And. Uh, Taking the effort to, to provide the feedback is yeah, is a special step so thank you mm. now we're at episode 103 and we're uh, we're without, we're without uh, Luke today however you mm. mentioned something interesting about uh, about keeping uh, agreements was it agreements or commitments what was the word you used before <laughs>
2: Uh, Agreements.
1: Agreements. Yeah.
2: Cool. Yeah. Cool.
1: And uh, I, I don't know. You feel comfortable to talk about about?
3: Yes. Yeah.
2: Cool. So how Do you want uh, to? Be? Mm. Oh, that's entirely to up be. to you. Okay. So Ross and I, uh, among some other things, share. Uh, experience in a particular training discipline um, uh, and that is the, uh, the education provided by a landmark worldwide so some of you may be aware of the landmark forum which is the, the introductory program um, they have a whole curriculum they have a whole bunch of, uh, of different programs to address different specifics so I am currently enrolled or uh, registered in a program called the Introduction Leaders Program. And this is their premier program and it is training me to lead other human beings in understanding what the Lam- the Landmark Forum is about um, with the intention of them registering to do it. And it is, it is the most rigorous training program that Landmark Worldwide have. And for anyone that's done any sort of training, I can tell you it is rigorous. Now, is it boot camp military? No, it's not about the physical. What it's about is how we're being. And it's not about how someone else wants us to be. It's about how we're being. (laughs) So it is about us being fully expressed as us. And I'm just going to say to any of you listening, any of you that ever listen, if you want to truly explore who you are, truly explore it, not pretend to explore it, not explore it in a, in a way that other people trying to put on you or, you know, all the different flavors of personal development, then I can recommend this. You will, you will really discover who you are. So this program, like all their programs, have agreements. Why? Because human beings work best when they agree to things and are then held accountable to those agreements. And this program being the, the premier program, if you like, the elite program, and not in a, not in a oh, I'm better than you way, just in a, I'm, it's more rigorous than anything else. I, you know, we are, we are the highest possible standards of behaviour are expected of us. But yep. so the agreements in this are quite stringent, or again, quite rigorous. So, yeah. So, I, you know, I won't extra- go into detail. Yeah, it's, it's
1: it's an extraordinary program. It's, hmm. you know, I I'd, I'd been doing their education for probably about twelve months when I began doing doing this particular one you're talking about now, and I'd had some amazing transformations in all areas of my of my life um all through my own personal development and it's it was reasonably confronting but Mm. nothing but but this program was i guess tenfold on what i'd already experienced (laughs) um it's, it's not for the faint of heart but if you're willing to give it a go and stick it all the way through to the end I guarantee you what comes out the other end of this program will be an extraordinary transformation of your personal power.
2: And I can tell you it will it might happen at the start of the programme, as it has for me.
1: <laughs> oh, absolutely. And, yeah. and it will continue. So,
2: yeah, that's right. That's right. So and this is the thing, like when I you know, I've used the word rigorous a few times and, and you know, one of the things I love about Um, about the way Landmark Worldwide go about it is that they they acknowledge that human beings live their lives through language. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we we are social creatures and we relate to other social through language.
1: Yeah, internal language and external language.
2: Well, that's that's no, right. No, that's, that's right.
1: Yeah, external and internal. Mm, absolutely.
2: That's that's exactly right. That's exactly right. And of course, we only get the internal by the external experience. You know, as we were talking about earlier with the with the guy who was with the tribe. Yeah. So. Yep. So. The. They. I have been in in rooms in meetings where the whole meeting was about reading through a written piece, and 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 exploring what it meant with the people in the room. And like, it's not something I've ever done before in my life. So, you know, you rather than, well, there's a hundred of us here. We can just take that home, read it and make what we make of it. There's a hundred of us here. Let's sit together and make something of it together. Yeah. Now I don't community, know if you can see the power in that, but community, yes.
1: The community is huge. Uh, and I, it's really hard to get an understanding of community in in community, like living out yeah, in, right. in community. And in Western society, we, we really don't get community. Like it's, there's a massive lack of community, I and mean, we really don't even understand what it truly means. Like there's nothing in our, I guess, in our environment to teach us the true meaning of community. Well, the word. What are the examples?
2: Is society, isn't it? Not community, it's society. People talk about society. Yes, talk about absolutely.
1: Community. Absolutely, absolutely, and and, and I guess the, the the example that I love that it's probably the closest thing that I've experienced in the world outside of uh, landmark that's kind of given me a sense of this. They went to the, I don't know who they were. They were you know whether they were scientists or um, whether they were humanitarians. I don't I don't know who it was, but they they went over to one of these really poor islands. Now, when I say poor, I just mean financially. The kids were always amazingly happy. And they really noticed this, that they, they had really happy people. Like money had nothing to do with their happiness. They were all extraordinarily happy and they were all extraordinarily poor. And what they did, they took all the kids and they hid a basket of Easter eggs. And they said, hey, uh, you can, there's a basket of Easter eggs out there. The first person to get it gets, you know, gets all the Easter eggs. And all the kids linked hands and ran off together to look for it together so that they all found it together. And they said, and they asked them afterwards, they said, why did you do that? You could have had them all to yourself. And it's like, well, if I had them all to myself and one of my, you know, one of my brothers and sisters or friends didn't get any and they were sad, Oh, that wouldn't make me happy. That would make me sad. Mm. And that was an amazing sense of community. It's like, hey, there's nothing selfish in that at all. Like, hey, the person standing next to me, whoever they happen to be, they're part of my community and my happy, their happiness is my happiness.
3: Mm.
2: And, so there's an African term for so that called Ubuntu.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, cool. Interesting. There's a... And, a product
2: the it. With it from mm. yeah, there is, there is. It's, it's been used as a uh, Linux uh, yes. flavor. So mm. it it's translated to I am that we are.
1: Okay, I am that we are.
2: Mm. Mm.
1: Interesting. Mm. So that's the closest mm-hmm. example of uh, community that that I mm. I guess that I can portray in what it is that we're talking about. Mm. But a mm. massive thing. So, so yeah, so this, so the document you were reading, was that around the uh, agreements?
2: No. So that was obviously an example of the rigour that is brought. Now, uh, so when we go to the agreement, again, what I was going to say was I won't go into too much detail because I, I, I'm not, you
3: know,
2: part of our agreement is, is to be responsible about what we share and how we share it. So, what, so I'll go as far as to say um, one of the agreements that I am repeatedly failing at at the moment is to not gossip.
3: <laughs>
2: now, until till we read the document and we explored it together as a group, as a community, I had a different understanding of gossip. Yeah? I'm just going to be straight here and I get that some people are going to be upset and fair enough. For me, gossip was what you know older women did while they having a cup of tea. Mm-hmm. I come from a fairly patriarchal world, so what we just, what we, what we, what we got in our conversation was that gossip is talking behind someone else's back. Full stop. Yep. Now the question was asked: well, What about if we're saying something positive about someone? And it was you know, like, well, you know, if, you know if you're being a sponsor, okay, like, hey, but but it's you know ultimately it's just better not to talk about someone behind the back. It doesn't work when we do. No. So yeah, so that was that was what. So so you know earlier I was going to say something about Luke. <laughs> not negative, but I was just going to say something. I thought well I've agreed not to.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's that holding ourselves to a higher standard. Hmm. And yes. it's and it, it is challenging, uh, but it's in it's the challenge that the growth happens.
3: Yes,
2: and I mean, you know, Luke and I, we can joust when we're both present, and it's fun. But just saying something when he's not here, well, what's the point of that? You know. So, so yeah. yeah. So and 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 by the way, all I was going to do was was uh, was ultimately address you know how things okay because the last time we didn't see him. I think there was a problem with one of his pets, so that's ultimately what I, yeah. what I wanted to address. Yeah, so Luke, hopefully everything yeah. is well with your family, pets, et cetera, And we will catch up with you soon.
3: Yeah, yeah,
1: and uh, yeah, and, and and as part of that community, the fact that he hasn't turned up today for mm. us to check in afterwards.
2: Any normally messages? You just- know, so, yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, and even if uh, you know, I think there's been one, maybe two occasions where that he may not have done anything, may not have seen any messages or anything come through. But you know, um, for us to follow up anyway as part of as part of being a community, mm. caring for caring
2: for people. <laughs> mm. I will after this. Yeah, cool. Mm. So yeah, so that's... that that. that Agreements. And, and, it's, and what's, what's really interesting to me, another thing that's really interesting to me and all that is I did some coaching work. I was then coached by, um, by a lady called Tanya Lacey who has been a substantial influence in my life, particularly at a critical time in my life. And what she helped me see was that a significant part of my success in life was based on the quality of the agreements. And, and what she was coaching me to do was build a program, a whole world on agreements and become an authority on agreements and train others. Now, I love that. However, it never, it never gelled for me as that's my gig in life. And you know what? I've now found the landmark training programs and they do that. I don't have to do it. <laughs> so <laughs> so that's, for me, it's like I'll introduce people to that. You want to know agreements? Do, do these programs. You want to know rigour? Do yep. these programs. You want to hold yourself to account to qualities. It's not to anything other than quality, to excellence. You want to hold yourself to account for excellence through these programs. And by holding yourself to account for excellence, it's not a rod for your back. It's the opposite. It's liberating.
1: Yeah, so uh, I I think this requires some conversation because people don't really want that. They want the results that that brings.
2: Well, hang on. Now you're talking generically, right? let's not yes. be too generic. Yeah. <laughs> sure. But say rigorous, Ross. So you're a coach. Yeah. What's your experience as a coach?
1: Well, if you go to someone, and I'm also generalizing when I say someone. So I can guarantee you that there are some people in the world that I can go to and I can go, hey, would you want to hold yourself to a higher standard? And they'll say yes. However, yeah. there are a lot of people who would go, that if I went to and I said, do you want to hold yourself to a higher standard? They'll be like, what are you talking about? My standards are fine and because they don't get they don't get the what that really means and the the higher yeah. we go so basically this is this is the uh, the eight levels of human potential or spiral dynamics or uh, any one of those names for those those levels that i've spoken about on here before and i can tell you at what level they're at and what will the what will be their response at that level to when we talk about have this this conversation the majority say of the population.
2: That, mm. Ross, sorry, Jeff, I just want to just, just, just qualify there. When we say that, these levels are not some sort of system of classifying human beings. It's just a way of, of getting where any one of us or, or a community of us are at at any point in time to help us facilitate communication and other things more effectively, yeah?
1: Yes, yes. Because we can absolutely go up and down. In fact, right now, crisis it will typically what what moves somebody. And mm. uh, even in any moment, we can potentially operate at a, at a right. higher or lower uh, level of, mm. uh, I guess, consciousness. And as we operate at a higher level of consciousness, this is that's kind of what this education does. It helps us to operate at a higher level of consciousness. And as now,
2: we start again, let's to, qualify higher. Sorry, Ross. <laughs> yeah, okay, so okay. rigor is important. By higher, because a lot of the conversations that we have, people can be left with, "Well, hang on, you're telling me something wrong with me, and why would I want to do that? There's something wrong with me." So when we say higher, what we mean is, again, more rigor, more clarity, more accountability. Yes. Anything else? Uh, more workability. Things work.
1: There is workability. Yeah. So, really, when we talk about, uh, so you used the word there uh, was uh, responsibility. Was that the word you used? Accountability.
2: Uh, so I've used the word more, which already is is not good. But <laughs> just, just, just <laughs> choose whatever word you want to choose and go with it. I definitely say accountability. Accountability. yeah
1: so accountability it could be almost the single metric
2: on this. Yep. Well, yeah, but accountable and, to what? So there's a metric that it goes with, isn't there? We're accountable to what we say we want to be accountable to. I think that's critical, isn't it?
1: Yeah. So the, so the next part of that is how far does the accountability stretch? Uh, so yep. it, it's accountability. And is it accountability for self? Is it accountability for self and other? Beautiful. Is it accountability okay. for um, self and community? Is it a, a accountability for essentially everything happening on the planet?
2: At what so the level highest of... level, as you say, yeah, the highest level is, is, is accountability for, for everything. Everything, Yep. Yeah, everything. Everything that's human, yeah.
1: Yeah, and even sometimes potentially not. Yeah, Elon Musk is trying to take it. Well, yeah, so Elon Musk is trying to take the human race to another planet. Sure. Um, you know, so he's he's taking a very high level of, of, of that. I don't just mean yes. to take him to another planet. I mean to live on another planet. That's his intention. He wants sure. people to live on multiple planets to yeah. prolong the human race.
3: Yeah.
1: The the Earth is potentially isn't going to live to forever, especially the way we're polluting it. So there's... So he's taken a high level of, account- of accountability for, uh, for results. He takes them for, obviously for himself, uh, his team, uh, community, and he's thinking globally and uh, in- interplanetary right now.
2: Could you make a note, Ross, to, to bring up this conversation and I'm asking what he's doing in a future episode because I don't want to sidetrack what you're talking about right now. Yeah, okay, sure, sure. Because I, I have right. no perspective on what you just said and I'd love to explore that with you.
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah. Ron, it's, it
2: it's, finished, it's, yeah. It's,
1: yeah, it's interesting. Have you read his book?
2: No. No. But please finish what you want to finish and we can we can bring that up next week or on a future week.
1: Yeah, cool. So the 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 level that we that we take responsibility or accountability for things in the world. We're happy or unhappy, are we going to take responsibility for that? Now, you don't necessarily need to change that. You know, Luke's a, a big mm. uh, believer for keeping that the same. And, uh, you know, we've had conversations on this podcast about that, about mm. uh, it's it's just what is right now, and you just, you know, you you don't necessarily do anything with it. Yeah, just, you, you know, know what there you acknowledge- it, that's what it is, yeah. and that's what there is. Yeah. So... And we can take responsibility for, for these things, you know, anything about self. If, if for myself, I'm, uh, I'm coming from, the, from this school of, accountab- I guess, accountability and responsibility. I will take responsibility for my mood if I want it to change, and I will take responsibility for changing it. Uh, and that's where the two of us have that disagreement. You know, I've, where we've come through from our personal development is is very different. And, you know, and, I, and, I, and yes, I worked with him for a long time, um, but these are two very uh, opposing uh, points of view on, I guess, taking responsibility for 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 what, uh, how we show up in the world.
2: Can we make a note uh, of that for the episode too?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's something we've explored before. But I, I always find it a fascinating see, yeah. conversation. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, now, so I always have to talk to him about that.
2: Now, now it's critical because we're, you know accountability of self on the whole planet right now is being demanded of us. Yep. Yeah. Yes. So I reckon now's the time to explore that, like we've never explored it before.
1: It's extraordinary. Like uh, the the conversations that that I have with people when I explore this as, as, a, as a conversation. It's a tough one to get into, but and it's fascinating to, to get into at the same time. And, and one of the things that I say about uh, responsibility and accountability, it's just raw power. Like, it's not right, it's not wrong, so you don't need to take accountability for anything. We're talking about conceptually yes, taking yes. accountability for things happening in our, with yes, ourselves uh, in the world, but you don't have to. Like, none of this is a nothing about this that you have to do. I'm just no. really clear how powerful it is. Yes. And, and
2: That's all if we're you're talking not about.
1: Getting the res- yeah, and if you're not getting the results in an area that you want, you're simply not taking enough, a, a high, um, enough of the responsibility and accountability for the result. And you can go, oh, I am, I'm fully responsible. However, there is more outside of that and it's simply focusing mm-hmm. on it and once again you know we don't need to get caught up in the you know there's there's, there's some there's emotion there that isn't useful inside of that space other than that's right you know, bringing more passion to it at a higher level of responsibility have yeah. you you know you're trying to make a change in this area have you done everything you can imagine oh I've, I've given it everything really so you've 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 called the you know the heads of countries all around the world what are you talking mm-hmm. about well Maybe if you called the, you know, the president of, a, of America, you might be able to shift the needle on that if you thought about doing that.
2: Well, everything yeah. is
1: everything,
2: uh, and anything less than everything is not everything.
1: Yeah, that's right.
2: If someone says, I have and, done everything, but either have or they have not. Like That is a measurable metric. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If someone says, yes. I have done everything I'm prepared to do, well, that's a different statement.
1: Yes, Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's
2: where accountability, that's where it rubs, right? Like what we are prepared to do is the level to which we'll be accountable.
1: Yes. Yes. And there's the, uh, there's the, there's the one that I love and it always comes up inside of this conversation. There's two people. They were both asked to complete a task together. And one of them says, well, I did my half. Mm. So you didn't do what you're asked to do then. Mm. No, no, I did my half. No, no, you weren't asked Mm. to do half of a job. Mm. You were asked to complete it together. Mm. Oh, but they didn't do any work. Okay, sure. (laughs) Neither of Mm. you did what you were asked to do Mm. because it's it's incomplete. Mm. There was no measure of who does what and who doesn't. Their request was Mm. that both of you work together to complete it. It's incomplete. Mm. Therefore, you can't point the finger at anyone other than yourself because you didn't take responsibility for completing the task.
2: And very Which... powerful. And something that comes up for me, Ross, while you're sharing that is, like, I'm, I'm good with what you said. However, I can also
3: <laughs>
2: hear how I used to hear it, yeah? And I know a lot, of, a, a, a lot of conversations I have with people, they hear it in this way, and that is, you know, they are being made wrong because, because the other person didn't pull their weight or something to that effect. However, if we, again, if we really pay attention to what was said and we're rigorous about that, what was said was, get it done together. Now, if the rules are not defined about what together means, then you get to define that. And then whatever you define as together, so you, could, you could agree, one person could say, I am going to do nothing. The other one says, I'm going to do it all. Do we agree? Yep. We could class that as together.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Right. So, yep. So I find is a lot of people get confused with what's being actually asked because they're not rigorous about what's being asked. Yeah. Yep.
3: And
1: and look, let's let's assume that you did agree, and, and the split doesn't really matter. But you agreed with someone that you do X and X and Y parts. Mm. At what at what point did you check in to check how the other person's doing? <laughs>
2: Like there's there's multiple levels to the, the conversation. I'm not trying to say it's that simple. What I'm saying, though, is people get lost in, well, I believe my way is right. The other person didn't do it my way, so they're wrong. That's kind of how it comes up. <laughs> Instead yeah, of, yeah. well, we explored it together and came up with a common approach, and that failed. So if a common approach fails, well, we still did it together. We just failed together, which is actually... Yeah you're not getting the job done, but at least you're together now. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Completing, it together, which, which is, completing it together, which is putting it together, which
1: is hundred percent better.
2: Oh, I reckon it's infinitely better because it's yeah, a different I, plane, isn't it?
1: Yeah. As I said, hundred percent, I'm like, you know what? That doesn't really, because <laughs> <it doesn't laughs> you're right.
2: Because together you're like, new like new Hey, possible.
3: yeah,
1: that's right. You're like, Hey, uh, I'm concerned that um, I'm not going to complete my part of this. And I know mm. that you had the lion's share of what was going to happen, and I only took on a small amount, uh, but I'm actually concerned that I'm not going to get this completed in time. Can you help me out? Mm. Mm. And, uh, yeah, is there something that I can take off your workload to help you, like in now or in the future? Like that's, that's a sense of community mm. where you're truly working together.
2: And it's, and it's a whole not about- level of accountability.
1: Absolutely. And that's where the results show up.
2: Yes. 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 Yeah. And that's 20, so when, 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 when we say being accountable for the results we wanted. That's all we're saying. Like, if you want a result, it's on you to get that result. And it's on you to get one, ten, a hundred, or a thousand, or a million people on side to get that result. It's on you. That's what you want. It's on you to cause it to happen. So if yep. it doesn't happen, it's on you. Nothing wrong, but it's that's on a- you.
1: That's right. That's right. And that's where uh, that's where most people back away from it, because yeah. when we talk about words well, like responsibility, yeah, people blame gets thrown in there with it. You know, yeah. this whole this whole thing called blame gets landed right on top of the word responsibility or accountability.
3: Yeah.
1: And in a workplace, that, that's the type of language that shows up too. You were responsible yeah. for this. You're you're now in trouble. Yeah. As opposed to um,
3: life.
1: Yeah, that's right. Instead of, hey, you know what? I'm, res- I'm a responsible human being too. What was my part in this? Yeah. And for me, this is where crime comes up. Yeah. You've got somebody who's committed a crime. So what do we do? We treat them badly. We, yeah. tell, them, we tell them they're wrong. We, we lock them up with other criminals who will reinforce their life to date. You know, what has someone's so life been that has taken them yes. to a point where they've committed yeah. that crime? Like, what has happened in their life that they have got that's to right. a point where they're now committing this horrible crime? So when are we going to take really, responsibility for it as a community?
2: If we put it really succinctly, we are punishing someone that is already punished. It's nonsensical.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. We punish them more and more. The worse it is, the mm. more we punish them. Mm. Yeah. And that's they've that's already been punished.
2: That's why they behave that way. <laughs> that's right that's exactly right and then, we sit, yep. we sit, and then we sit as a society and say prisons work for me you know the police yep. and the way policing is done works for me you know and, and to, yep. to be in the moment a, a black guy dying the way he dies well it's okay you know he's just he's a policeman <laughs> doing his job and he's being resistant and da 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 da, da. Like, we just justify so much
3: stuff
1: and yep. all that Yeah. Yeah, and, and we put someone in jail, and we, and we use the word reform. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you are put in you mean, in one of the in a boiling pot of um, of hate.
2: Yes. Yeah. So we reform them. It's just we reform them as a bigger criminal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, when I was young, I did some community. I did some community service, and yeah. uh, I, I was. I spent time with hardened criminals that had, you know, that had been released from uh, jail time for good behavior or whatever it was. And the stuff that they were, that they talk about, you know, their, their life is, is one behind bars um, and they've reformed. Mm-hmm. Sure. But you listen to the stories they've got to tell their stories from behind the bars. And mm-hmm. You know, you go to a place like that, it's like, oh, well, you know, we want you to do some community service because, you know, because you made a mistake, you're a young kid and you did a silly thing, that's okay, um, but we're going to teach you it was wrong by, by putting you with hardened criminals that can teach you how to be a real criminal. Mm. Yeah. So uh, the way we go about it is is not the right way about it. Uh, and well, you're work. right about, you know, it we punish work. someone. No, it doesn't work. You You punish someone for already being punished. Um, mm. which has taken them to that point instead of loving them more. Anyway, and, rather than all of that... And
2: helping, yeah. helping them set a, set, a, set, a, set a vision for themselves and be accountable for that. <laughs> it comes back to that. Yes. How do we help people become That's accountable right. to how, well, how they want their life to be? No one wakes yep. up and says, I want to be ardent criminal. Nobody.
1: No. No. Until okay. they've been taught that.
2: Well, they still don't say, I want to do it. They're, they make the choice. They don't make the choice powerfully, they make the choice by default. Yes. Because yep. they're not accountable for something else.
1: Yeah. And imagine if our schools taught accountability, responsibility at the level mm. of which you know, the, these sort of programs teach it. What mm. would be possible for the planet? Mm. Uh, two, two things from uh, well-noted people that I wanted to mention around this area. One of them was Tony mm-hmm. Robbins. And he says yep. it's not a lack of resources; it's a lack of resourcefulness.
2: Yeah, right. And that's Which what we're talking about: the, Which, identifying and using those resources, isn't it?
1: Yes. So, and that's where the, you know, taking on responsibility and accountability for something is where you become resourceful. Yep. When you're like, hey, look, I just, I simply just, I'm going to take responsibility for this being solved. That, that's all there is to yep. it. Yep. And, you know, there are, there are no ifs, there are no buts. This is going to change. And that's how people like yep. Gandhi managed to do the things he did. Yep. Now, people show up in the world and you go, well, this, this person is a miraculous person. No, this person yep. is just someone taking a, a level of accountability and responsibility that yep. most of the human race are, are not willing to do.
2: And performing to take that. That's right. Exactly. Yeah.
1: That's right. It's just a normal human being that has taken a, a, an unnatural level of accountability, and I mm. and I say unnatural simply because most of us don't do it.
3: Mm. Um,
1: but yeah, it's mm. it's that simple. They just take a level of responsibility for the outcome in an area that that is extraordinary, and they produce the results. And that's how you know in everything that I've experienced with this. Tells me that accountability and responsibility. It's not about right or wrong. It's not about good or bad. It's simply power. Mm. We talk about money being power. There's nothing more powerful than uh, um, a responsibility and accountability. Mm. As long as you, as long as you're accepting it, you're you're taking it on yourself. People pushing it onto you r- rarely mm. works. But taking it well, on yourself.
2: No. It's not responsible to, uh, to accept something unwillingly.
1: Yeah, yeah. The other person that that is, um, I, I guess, is a good example in this space. I think it was Mi- Milton. Um, not a hundred percent sure, but I think it was Milton. He was a therapist that that they that um, the, the, the NLP, the creators of NLP, studied. Excuse me, lots of therapists, and Milton was was one of those therapists.
2: Not um, the poet, a different Milton.
1: uh, Milton Erickson.
3: Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yep. So Milton Erickson, and he he was uh, he was a therapist. Now it may be a different one, but I think it's this one. So don't quote me on exactly who it is, but by all means, do your own research around this if you wish. And he, a mum came in with a child that was out of control. And she brought the child in and she said, "Fix him. he's completely out of control. I can't do anything with him. I've done everything that I can imagine. And he had the conversation with her. Like, you know, instead of it being the child's... The, there's something wrong with the child. Uh, he had the conversation with her. It's like she was expecting the child to, to get the therapy. And, and he said to her, uh, you say you've done everything when he throws a tantrum, gets on the floor and throws a tantrum in the middle of the shopping, shopping centre, do you get down and throw a tantrum on the ground next to him? She's like, oh, no, I'd never do that. And he's like, well, then you haven't done everything. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
1: and, and it's that simple. You know, If, mm. if a, a child will quite often, when they see a parent throwing that tantrum, go that looks, uh, that's kind of embarrassing or that looks really weird. Like what you, it, it, it it gives them a, re, a reality check about the way they look mm. and they're like, Oh, that's, that's kind of weird.
3: <laughs>
1: mm. Um, I, I don't Ooh. know how to deal with this. I don't know how to communicate with you when you're doing this and you're ignoring me. And, and it really does, And they know discover for themselves that it really doesn't work. But as, as a, a parent, spiritual. yeah, absolutely. But as a parent, if you're not willing to go to these places, to take 100% responsibility and accountability for it, and not worry about potentially how you look or how people think or all those things, you know, mm. without putting that that useless layer of what other people think. Um, mm. Yeah.
3: Hmm. Yeah,
2: I've never heard that story before. Really interesting, and I, I can see, I can see the sense in I, I would never, never attest to that level of uh, insight. However, I, I, I've been through as a parent knowing that when I was growing up there was a lot of things I hated. I was angry about a lot of stuff and and what what I know I valued was was the space to explore things for myself. And mm. so I kinda as a parent swore that I would remember what it was like to be a teenager and treat my kids knowing that their intentions are always for the best. And what comes yeah. as a result might not be the best. And so how do I support them for the best? So that, that was kind of the, the approach I took. And I've been straight with them. I've, I've told them all the stupid stuff I've done and all the stuff words <laughs> that I've done and, you know. Yeah.
1: Can, can you say that again? Because that was really beautifully put. Which part? Uh, what you just said about the the, the remembering and
2: yeah, the way well, you okay. treat so, I just, I remember, you know, I, I committed to myself to always remember what I felt like as a teenager, as a kid, and to treat my kids with that memory. You know, that needing, needing to explore who I am and how I'm going to be in the world, needing to, to take the risks I needed to take and do all the things I needed to do. And then really carrying that with me as a parent and at, and at the same time, carefully providing the, the wisdom of experience. You know, just being straight with them. Here's some things I did not here with the results. Is that what you want?
1: Yeah, yeah. And I love the bit of it where you where you were saying about um, our intention is always to do our best. Regardless yeah. of the outcome that's created, our intention is, is always to do our best.
2: Yeah. Mm. Watch any kid being told off, no matter what they just did, and and watch, you know, how crestfallen they are when they're being you know especially if it's in public, versus see a kid that you know what they're doing is impacting others in a way that doesn't work and and you help show them that it's a very different outcome mm. does that make sense
3: yeah, yeah,
1: uh, it's that right wrong like the moment we make someone yeah. wrong we've we've just lost lost them,
2: yeah. Exactly, which was what which was yeah. I wanted to go earlier with that whole results and accountability. There's nothing wrong. If, if, you're, if you're satisfied with the results in your life, whatever they are, great. There's no rule book on how life should be. If you're not satisfied, though, complaining about it does not work. You've got to, you've got to take yeah. accountability for altering it. Full stop. Yeah. yeah, And the others will help you. Mm-hmm. Those will only help you when you take accountability and when you enroll them in helping you.
1: Yes, yeah. It's amazing what will happen when you take responsibility mm. and, and to a whole new level.
2: And Gandhi is
1: a, it's a very... Example. Yeah, absolutely, yes. Gandhi is a, is a, is a, a wonderful example of, of just showing what's possible when we take responsibility and accountability. Mm. In fact, his first speech where he stood up, stood up and took responsibility for it, he's saying, that's, that's it. I'm, I'm taking... This is what's going to happen. He, he projected mm. the outcome. Without violence, mm. we're going to kick them out of our, our country. And the people mm. are like, how are you going to do that? He's like, I don't know how I'm going to do I've got no idea how <laughs> I'm going to do that. But, it's, but I'm going to do spoken, it. And it is
2: spoken and it is to be done. Yeah, it, it, it will be done. That's
1: it. Yeah. Yep. The rest of my life is dedicated to this happening. Like that, that's the only yeah. thing that matters right now. Yeah. And, and that, that level, yeah, I don't, I don't have the answer but I know what's going to happen and I'm going to take complete and utter responsibility for that. And he achieved it.
2: In
1: less than one lifetime, he was able to do that. It's extraordinary without violence to kick out a military, you know, the the British rule was a military rule and that's how they Mm. conquered. They didn't, you know, just settle. They conquered most of the, you know, an extraordinary amount of this planet Mm. Uh, and they, they ruled that way. And, mm. they, you know, India said we're going to kick them out without violence. <laughs> what are you talking mm. about? That's, that's a ridiculous notion. Mm. And however, that's what, uh, what was achieved. Extraordinary.
2: It was, it was, it was. And, but now, we won't go into it right now, but he backed that up with having the different uh, religious, cultural groups stop their war against each other. So he actually backed it up with Another substantial achievement of, of, of unity solidarity, you know, community.
1: Yes, yeah, which was inside of uh, inside of yeah. To well, to do this, I need to do this other thing. Yeah, um, yeah, which is also yeah. which you know on its own would have been extraordinary.
3: And yeah, yet for him, it right. was
1: just a stepping stone to where he was actually going.
3: Right.
2: Mm. So, awesome. So that's it. and 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 the point that I, that I wanted to make though with that is that it's. It's not like he just, it's like, I've got this one thing that I have to achieve. No, no, no. He, he set out to, how would I put this? Because he didn't sit down and say, oh, today I'm going to be extraordinary. But he set out with a, with a vision that encompassed his entire nation. And then whatever needed to happen inside that vision would happen. Yeah. Not just yeah. while the British are going to leave. It was like, well, whatever needs to happen for that to happen and for us to be united as one community, you know, it will all happen, you know? And again, he wouldn't have said all that, but, but that, that power of that vision that's, that is truly all encompassing because, because peace was at the core of it. Yeah. You know, that, that, that's, you know, that's a level of not only accountability, but responsibility.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And community. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's all external. And that's, it's external and it's community-based. And that's how he, how he was able to achieve it. Like if he was just focused on, say, making himself rich to the expense of others, then he may not have achieved that.
2: Or well, leading a revolution.
1: Yeah, that's right. Revolutions don't, don't often succeed.
2: Well, that's the um, reactive way of that. Yeah. The reactive way a revolution, yep. whereas the proactive way is, yep. I had a vision for peace. I have a vision for no um, uh, master, no unnatural overlord. You know.
1: Yep, Martin Luther King when he stood up and, and
3: spoke mm. to you
1: know all those people. It, it's these mm. that move the needle way more than a, a revolution, which is about right and wrong.
3: Mm. Mm.
2: Exactly.
1: Yeah, you know, you, make, you make your oppressors wrong, and you're just looking for an us versus them instead of creating community.
2: Oh, wow. Well, there's a bit of that going on in the world today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, man, we've, uh, I don't know about you, but I think we've just been really in this conversation and we've probably done two uh, two conversations there.
1: <laughs> yes. I I'm, I'm, have no doubt that we have. So uh, we should wrap it up and yeah. continue the conversations in the future. So Elon Musk was one yeah. of them. And there's also discussed yeah. accountability, and obviously we got into it today, but... Look, I, I don't think it's a conversation that, that there's ever a time where it's not worth having um, to talk yeah. about accountability. Because until the, the whole, you know, as a, as a community across the, the globe that we're taking the level of accountability that we need to start shifting things in the world, uh, I think that conversation needs to be had.
2: Here, yeah. Thanks very much, Ross.
1: Yes, thanks, Al. I look forward to catching you, up with you on the next one. Absolutely. And we'll Thanks, check mate. in with, uh, with Luke and see how he's going. Yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. Bye, all.
1: <laughs> awesome. Thanks. Bye. Bye.
0: This has been Ross Pepper, Alistair MacDonald and Luke Ferrer for the Ross LN Luke Show. If you wish to get in contact with us regarding the show, please reach out to us via email on rosslluke at gmail.com. To discover more about myself, Ross Pepper, please visit my website, rosspepper.com. To check out L and discover what he can do for your team, please visit his website, allistermcdonald.com.au. And if you're ready for an awesome sign for your business, be sure to visit luke at lfsigns.com.au. You have been listening to The Ross Ellen Luke Show. Thanks for listening and have a spectacular day.